0: Truth. I want to tell you a little story this morning. A storm descends on a small town, and the downpour soon turns into a flood. As the water rises, the local preacher kneels in prayer on the church porch, surrounded by water. By and by, one of the town's folk come up the street in a canoe. Better get in, preacher. The water arising fast. No, says the preacher. I have faith in the Lord. He will save me. Still the water continues to rise. Now the preacher is up on the balcony, wringing his hands in supplication when another guy zips up in a motorboat. Come on, preacher. We need to to get out of here. The levees are going to break any moment. Once again, the preacher is unmoved. I shall remain the Lord will see me through. After a while, the levee breaks and the flood rushes over the church until only the steeple remains above the water. The preacher is up there clinging to the cross. When a helicopter descends out of the clouds and a state trooper calls down to him through a megaphone, grab the ladder preacher, this is your last chance. Once again, the preacher insists, the Lord will deliver me. And predictably, he drowns. A pious man, the preacher, goes to heaven. After a while, he gets an interview with God. And he asks the Almighty Lord, Lord, I have unwavering faith in you. Why didn't you deliver me from that flood? god shakes his head what did you want from me i sent you two boats and a helicopter sometimes we're waiting for some mind-blowing miracle to occur to be able to have our prayers answered when the truth is god uses people to bless people and sometimes The blessing of people comes in the forms of wisdom and directives, which all lead to life altering changes. If we turn to 1st King chapter 17, there's a story of a woman who was so down on her luck that she had given up and she told the prophet Elijah, I don't have any bread. I only have a handful of flour. And a jar and a little oil and a jug and I'm, I'm going to gather a few sticks and, and take it home and I'm going to make a meal for me and my son so that we can just eat and die. Hmm. Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said, but first make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and, and bring it to me and, and then make some for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. And he goes on to tell her that the Lord says the jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day of the Lord sends the rain on the land. Now let's just be honest for a moment. Just me and you being honest. From her perspective, this this doesn't likely seem like Elijah is trying to bless her but take advantage of her in the name of the Lord (laughs) here she is telling him that I don't have but a little bit of food and he's telling her to take a little bit from what the little bit she has and feed him this doesn't look like a blessing this looks like an uncaring person taking advantage of a single mother and lying to her while he's doing it. Imagine how difficult it must have been for her to even phantom that the flower was not going to be used up and the oil was not going to run dry. The woman was likely thinking she really had nothing to lose at this time. And the Bible says she went away and she did as Elijah told her to do. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family because the man of God did speak the truth to her. The jar of flour was never again used up nor did the oil ever run dry in keeping with the word of the Lord that he had spoken to Elijah concerning the woman. God uses people to bless people. But we have to be willing to be blessed and also willing to be a blessing. Let's look at this story from a different angle. In the midst of her lowest point, this woman decided to share what little she had, to step out on faith and share she set aside her immediate need and was willing to bless another again from the little that she had. How many of us are willing to bless another from the little that we have? Sometime later in the story, the son of the woman became ill. And his illness grew worse and worse and worse. And finally, he stopped breathing. And the woman, like most, uh, most others, began to evaluate this situation a little bit differently because this involved her child's life. And the woman got angry with Elijah, thinking, This must all be a setup. Did you come to remind me of my sin and kill my son? This is what she asked Elijah. The scripture says Elijah then took him from her arms and carried him to the upper room where he was staying and he laid him on the bed. And then he cried out to the Lord, Lord, my God, have you brought tragedy even on this woman? I am staying with by causing her son to die. The scripture says then Elijah stretched himself out over the boy three times and cried to the Lord, Lord, my God, let this boy's life return to him. Many of you don't understand why Elijah laid on the boy as he prayed. By laying himself on the boy, this was a symbolic gesture that he was willing to transfer the illness from the child's body to his own. But why? Because the woman in her lowest was willing to be a blessing to him. Scripture says the Lord heard Elijah's cry. And the boy's life returned to him, and he lived. Elijah picked the child up and carried him down from the room into the house. And he gave him to his mother and said, look, your son is alive. When people are committed to be used to be a blessing to another, God steps in and he heals, and he restores, and he magnifies, and I know some of you are thinking right now that, that we live in the days and times where you just can't trust people, but First John 4 and 1 says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit by the Spirit, but test, test the Spirit to see whether they are from God." And in order to effectively test a spirit, your spirit must not be consumed with selfishness, greed, or absent of faith in God. Notice the woman had very little. Her plan was to eat and wait to die. Most of us would have sent Elijah on his way. Most of us would have thought selfishly and wanted to just hold on to the little bit that we had, but her mindset was likely, I have nothing to lose at this point. Always be mindful that God will not send someone to bless you that will excel your demise. The woman was willing to feed and bless another. And because her heart towards another was one that was willing to be a blessing. God replenished what she had. Just imagine what would have happened if the woman would have selfishly focused on her needs and her needs alone and wasn't open to feeding another out of the little that she had. Elijah would have turned and left her house and not been present when her son became ill. When people are committed to being used to bless another, God steps in. Hebrews 13 and 2 tells us, forget not to show love and kindness to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels Unaware. Look for blessings to come through the people that God puts in your path. And at the same time, make yourself available to be a blessing to another. Remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable.
1: Do it one more time. Come on, open your mouth and say, I need you. I need you. Let me hear you. You need me. You need me. For we're all. We're all a part of God's body. Stand with me. Stand with me. Agree with me. Agree. i ah. It isn't Gentlemen, this is not a drill. It's time for you to speak what you want to see. And if you with it, give a beat to me. Come on. Every time I turn around, blessings, blessings. Every time I turn around, blessings, on blessings. Every time I turn around, blessings, on blessings. Hey, blessings, blessings, blessings. 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 <laughs>